1: What's good, Thunder fans? My name is Matty Moles, and you people are listening to Topic Thunder. That was uh, that was a pretty sweet game that we got to witness. It uh, was good. <laughs> some things some things didn't go our way, but some things ended up going our way. It's a pretty entertaining game. Uh, we'll have some live reaction stuff for late in the third quarter and then all of the fourth quarter coming up tomorrow on our recap or our weekly wrap up, rather um, with Dylan and one Stephen Dolan who Stephen is joining me uh, today. So how are you doing, Stephen?
0: I'm doing so great. It's the best I've done from a Thunder game in five or six games, wouldn't you say? <laughs> <Feeling> <laughs> yeah, really good. I would. This was a good win. This was a good win on the road against the 76ers from prime time. They're, they wanted it. You could tell, real chippy, real physical, and the Thunder came out on top. Like, what's not to like?
1: Yeah, and Kendall Jenner was in the house too, which I know you're really impressed about. So that was big time. Yeah, great, awesome. <laughs> stay away from my team <laughs> right well yeah you know jim jimmy butler is there too so you know there's always drama um yeah. brewing wherever he goes oh so, my god
0: i didn't even think about that you've got uh you've got a kardashian in the house and you've got jimmy butler drama like when is when's jimmy butler gonna steal the kardashian from <laughs> ben simmons that's just gotta happen right
1: <laughs> right, you know it may not always be sunny in Philadelphia, so <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, so the Thunder uh, ended up getting that big time win against the 76ers, 117 to 115, and we're going to take you through all the action on the other side of the bump. But first, a word from our sponsor. You may not have been awake if you party too hard <laughs> on Friday night. You may that have been early tip. The- Doing home renovation stuff uh, Like yours truly um, And maybe you got a late start I had to start mine a little earlier Because I was not going to miss this game But in case you did There's one thing that you can do You know what I'm talking about I'm talking about hooking up the TiVo They hook up the TiVo yet? You don't have to explain to me Why you need TiVo <laughs> Starting off early in this game, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid were highly, highly aggressive getting into the paint. Both uh, Russell Westbrook and Paul George both got fouls less than a minute into the game. Uh, Simmons got an and-one on Russ in the paint, Then we went down to Stephen Adams. He rocked Joel Embiid. He got away with a little bit of a hook uh, and then laid it in off the left block, Embiid went back down low and got a foul called on Paul George. Then, following that, uh, Terrence Ferguson he had a splash in the in the corner for three. What? He's just been he's been so so good uh, shooting the three ball, and he's been so confident in his ability to hit it. And I think that's brewing over to other people's confidence and well, yeah. him being able to hit it.
0: Absolutely it is. And I think it's also brewing over into his own confidence in doing more. Like, as people are more aggressive closing out, I mean, right after he made that three, he had a drive to the basket where he finished the layup. And if he starts being able to knock down spot-up threes and drive to the basket and finish layups, like, heads up, Thunder fans. We've got a real player on our hands here.
1: Right. And that's exactly what we were stressing during the uh the summer league right we were having him handle the ball a lot more uh trying to be more of a playmaker well in the construct of this offense there are plenty of people that can make plays and he just he hits three spot up but if he can be another creator that's gonna just add a whole other dimension to our offense so terrence ferguson he was very good and we we got him the ball early um after that, Russ had a bucket on the elbow. He was still very aggressive. He was shooting the mid-range pretty well today. Paul George drew the foul on Embiid. It was a big gamble at that point. He could have picked up foul number two with like eight minutes left in the first quarter, um, but he didn't. He didn't. Uh, he didn't get it. It was a, a charging foul. Then um, Paul George. Uh, oh, he got Chandler in the blender. Uh, he was. He was able mm-hmm. to zigzag, he crossed him back over from his right, behind his back to his left, and stepped into a spot for the mid range.
0: And uh, and Mike Breen chimed in on that one with Paul George with the sauce and sizzle. <laughs> I, thought that was, I thought that was a pretty cool line. <laughs> He's so good, isn't he? He's so isn't good. Mike,
1: so good. He's amazing. Yeah.
0: Uh, usually, usually when I write down these notes on announcers, it's uh, make fun of him. But with Mike Breen, it's always just to be like, oh man, this guy's great.
1: Yeah, like, listening to the national broadcast today, I, I didn't get to take my uh, cer- ceremonial uh, shot the first time that Michael Cage mentions his church league. So <laughs> maybe I'll catch up with that later on in the week. Um, then Ben Simmons, he attacked the basket. He was just able to be a monster down low. He was using his sides very well. Uh, then Jeremy Grant got contact against Simmons. Contact plus the fade-off the glass... And it went in but no and one and he's been so good at being able to draw people in to give him that contact and then he fades away from about 10 to 12 feet and he has pretty good touch yeah that able... shot
0: was crazy and it the was... announcers were like I, I don't think he called bank and i was like I, i'm pretty sure he shot that off the backboard on purpose it was it was that was a legit fadeaway. it was really cool
1: it was um and it should have been an and one uh but the yeah. the refs they were calling it tight at at times and then they were letting people get away with things at times on both ends. I'll be fair. Um, Then Steven Adams had a a jump hook over Embiid Uh, was just really nice touch. I think Steven Adams has advanced his offensive game a lot and he's now starting to be more aggressive and looking for his own, especially early on in games. We get the ball down to him and we kind of let him do work and he went right at Joel Embiid. And then the very next possession Paul George. alley Stephen Steven Adams one-handed and slammed it home. Emphatic jam. I don't even know how Adams, like, stayed in the air that long. He
0: smashes, man. He just smashes. All the bloody time, mate.
1: <laughs> Steven smash. Uh, George drove to the basket, drew the foul, made both, and Russ had a reverse lay-in. That was pretty sweet. Um... Ben Simmons came back after that, and uh, Jeremy Grant had a big-time block on him. And Oh, yeah,
0: that was great. That... He, he, he blocked it so hard, he flipped himself over. <laughs> Got it with both hands and like almost did a front flip. <laughs> it was really cool. Right.
1: <laughs> he's, he's just super athletic. And uh, The Thunder may have an identity about not being able to shoot very well. They may have an identity about going with spurts without... Uh, scoring the basket, uh, ball, you know, very easily. But man, we we have an identity too about being long and athletic and and being a problem on defense for teams, especially down low. And Jeremy Grant was was definitely known in this one. Yeah, we- man,
0: I think I think if he I think if he was switched on to any of Jimmy Butler, Wilson Chandler or Ben Simmons, like that's a scary matchup for them to be looking at him standing there guarding him. Right. We don't want him switched onto Redick or Embiid, even though he would be better than most power forwards at guarding both of them. But he's a, right. just a tailor-made matchup for those other three guys.
1: Two through four, very easily. Um, unless that's a, that's a perimeter player, but Simmons is, all, he's a point guard, but he doesn't shoot outside. So it's almost like he's right. playing power forward at that point. Um, so Our lead ballooned up to 14, and then uh, the Thunder were locking down, but Butler hit a shot at the end of the shot clock. Ball into Adams, he missed, and then Russ just missed a monster putback. I think the ball bounced probably like 25, 30 feet in the air uh, after he tried to slam it home, and it just didn't go in. We ended up getting the ball back down uh, into Jeremy Grant, uh, and he, he got the foul, the lead was back up to 14. Then a shooter hit a bucket, put us up to 16, and we were on a 16-4 to run at this point. Then there was a weird inbounds pass. Uh, I guess the Thunder just weren't on the, the right page or whatever. Paul George uh, tried to make a play on the ball and fouled Wilson Chandler, and he picked up a, his uh, foul number two, a loose ball foul. Right after that, um, Reddick ended up hitting a three. Uh, after that chain of events, and that cut the lead down to 10. Our offense was stalling. And then, uh, Abdel Nader fouled J.J. Redick on what seemed to be a three-point shot. It was only a two, I think, um, after they reviewed it. I think his toe was on the line. But don't fret, Thunder fans. We will foul a three-point shooter later in the game. So, (laughs) you just wait. Um, And then, the... Uh, he, he made both of those, and that capped a 10-0 run by Philly. And George had an alley-oop to Stephen Adams again. It was a one-handed tip uh, to stop the bleeding, and Oklahoma City ended up bleeding at the end of one, 33-25.
0: Yep, and right near the end of the first quarter, just because we keep track of these kinds of things, uh, Stephen Adams got hit in his Kiwis one time. So once <laughs> in the game. <laughs> If, Let's move on to the second quarter.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, a couple of key key guys. Uh, Reddick had ten points at the end of one for the Sixers. Uh, the Thunder had some really balanced scoring. So Paul George only had four. Grant had six. Adams had eight. Russ had eight, and Terrence Ferguson had five on one for one from three point land and two for three shooting overall. Um, so pretty pretty good. Uh, you know, output from our starters at the end of one, and we will move on to quarter number two. Right away, uh, Patrick Patterson had a huge block that caused the shot clock violation. The Thunder got going a little bit defensively, um, but yeah, that uh, was a often, good block.
0: I, I'd like to, I, I would like to point out that it did hit the rim, and Joel Embiid should have had a putback dunk, but we'll take it.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll take it. Um, especially knowing uh, some of our luck lately with officiating. Right. We'll take right. it. Um, Adams did work on Embiid down low, and then Embiid came back down and answered. Uh, Steven Adams, again, with an alley-oop. He just slammed it home. Steven Smash. Smash. Uh, smash. But then Shemette. Uh, got going. I wanted to say in this quarter he hit like three three three-pointers two or three. Yeah, and uh, and just like a handful of possessions he had three three three-pointers. Yeah, he had a corner three to cut it to four. Oklahoma City's offense was struggling at this point. Uh, We had to bring Russell Westbrook back in with 9-10 left and Philly was on an 8-0 run. Um, Dennis Schroeder then hit a three. And then Shmet had an answer of a three with his own, um, a three of his own rather. MB got an N one against Steven Adams. Um, Dennis Schroeder had a mid-range shot to answer. Uh, Diallo fouled Butler shooting a three. Go figure, Butler. I think hit all three of those. Yeah, and Dennis Schroeder. That was a that was a
0: rough stretch for Hami. He he airballed a pretty open mid-range jumper. Like, and when I say mid-range, I mean like. 15 footer just Mm -hmm. airballed it bad and then fouled a three-point shooter two possessions later just a pretty rough stretch for him
1: yeah and you know I would like to see him get a second win soon because when the season first started he was he was rolling Um, that Golden State game that you and I recap together when we thought he was done for the year that that seemed like it was a huge loss for the Thunder at that time if we can get that type of production back from him, maybe say in late March, early April, whatever, as we're making our big playoff push, it would be a huge, huge help for us.
0: Yeah, I, I and this is no knock against him at all, but I, I almost wonder if he might enjoy some time with the blue just to like get a little bit of confidence back, just like get on the court for a lot of minutes and see the ball go in the hole a little bit because just was it with his athletic talents, he would dominate the G League. So you know, he—I don't think he's been to the G League yet this year, which is a little strange for a rookie with the Thunder who's only playing a handful of minutes every game, right? Yeah, he's, he's, not, he's not playing that many. What's he at? He's at—it's
1: got to be somewhere around like eleven
0: point nine minutes okay. a game, um, and that's—you know—we've—we've we've had Alex Sabrina's out, so that's inflated a little bit. But I think it would be nice for him to just go catch a thirty-minute. Twenty-point performance in the in the G League and come back strong.
1: Oh sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, Butler hit all three of those. Then Dennis Schroeder made another basket. He was up to 11 points on four of six shooting at that point. Stephen Adams was shaken up on an illegal screen by Wilson Chandler. Uh, he took a, a shot to like his neck and jaw area, and then he, um, of course, the toughest man in the world would. Would end up, you know, holding on a little bit. He he would end up sitting a little, a little bit of time, but then he came back in the game, and wasn't really affected. Uh, Dennis Schroeder hit another uh, bucket that brought him up to 13 points, and I want to say he scored like 11 straight yep. for the Thunder over that stretch. Oklahoma City's defense started locking it down. Uh, There's a weird blocking foul called on Jeremy Grant, but uh, Jimmy Butler definitely led with his shoulder. So. The refs weren't super consistent um, overall, but they were giving the offensive players a lot of benefit of the doubt in this one. Yeah, they were not Paul calling George, the charges. That's true.
0: Every fifty-fifty charge block call was a block in this game.
1: And Paul George and Russell Westbrook took exception to this and were oh, yeah. over in the in the refs' ear during the 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 time that they were going to be shooting free throws. And Paul George ended up picking up a tech. J.J. Redick ended up going to the free throw line and missed it. So ball don't lie. Ball don't lie.
0: And and then (laughs) Butler missed one of those two free throws too, right?
1: Yes, he did. Uh, Unfortunately, Redick would hit a three to cut it to three. And that would wrap up the half. Oklahoma City up 59 to Philadelphia's 56 points. So what do you got for the first half?
0: Uh, I think the main thing to point out is that while the Thunder were like, okay, I mean, Dennis Schroeder was great. Stephen Adams was great. Uh, I think Dennis Schroeder hopefully is coming out of his slump. He had 16 at halftime on 6 of 10 shooting. Stephen Adams had 12 uh, on 6 of 9 shooting. Nice. Paul George had (laughs) 10. Russ had 8 on 12 shots, which isn't ideal. Um, But in addition to Paul George's 10, Jimmy Butler was one for eight in the first half. So that was a, a really good sign. And and we'll get a little more in depth on those matchups later. But for now, unless you have anything else about the first half, we're gonna hit up the second half. Go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead. All right, so the Thunder came into the third quarter up by three. Uh, there was a lot of Thunder ref anger. At the beginning of the quarter, <laughs> like <laughs> they they were pretty mad. There was a Ferguson got called for a foul in the post where he was being aggressive, and I don't know, it was it's fine. It was, but it, I could see why the Thunder would be angry about it. And then Russ got called for a foul on Ben Simmons, and then there was another one of those charges that we thought should have went the other way, and the thunder just got pretty upset pretty quickly. Uh there was a Jimmy Butler caught a lob to kind of get off the slide. And the yeah. Philadelphia 76ers started the third quarter 3 on a 7 to 3 run and took their first lead in a while. Was that their first lead in the game? That might not be the case. Um, I don't remember what happened at the beginning, but it was definitely their first lead in a long while.
1: I think that was their first lead since they had a 4-3 lead early yeah. on in the first quarter.
0: Yeah, that sounds right. Um, right after that, Steven Adams got hit in the Kiwis again. So that's the second. Chuck up two key <laughs> collisions in this game. I don't get it. Why does it always happen?
1: I don't know. But I, if I was him, man, I'd be wearing like the biggest cup ever. Yeah. Or I would just play, I would play basketball with like a full like baseball catchers outfit on. Just
0: <laughs> Come out like a hockey goalie. Man, right. I, so I do, I, I do have a theory and it's pretty simple actually. It's that, you know, things are more likely to get hit when they're really large. <laughs> that's, that's the <laughs> whole theory. Tar-
1: target of opportunity. There. <laughs> whole theory. It's just a big target. <laughs> So, well, you know, I've, he has no one, one to blame but it.
0: himself and his famously prodigiously reproductive father, you
1: know? I I, I can't <laughs> say that I'm going to investigate that theory in further detail. Let's we need our beat writers to it.
0: start asking the hard questions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the hard hitting questions.
0: We need an exposé, if you know what I mean. All right. Oh, so. Right after that, though, Adams he bounced back hard. He bounced back. Uh, I mean, not hard. He bounced back well, um, <laughs> stealing the ball from Joel Embiid in the post, and then like diving out of bounds to save it. His his hustle is just really remarkable. Um, if you happen to be a person who tweeted at me recently that Stephen Adams doesn't try on defense, stop listening. Stop listening to this podcast. You're you're not. You're not welcome here. Uh, Okay, so Paul George hit a nice step back three. There was a really cool play where Russell Westbrook tried to throw a lob to Jeremy Grant. And the ball got tipped and it went up into the air and bounced off the rim. And by the time it came down, Russ had already ran all the way over there and tipped in his own pass slash missed shot. Do you think that counted as a shot attempt?
1: Uh, Can you get you an assist a re- to yourself?
0: You can get an assist to yourself if it's intentional. Like if, like the ones where Tracy McGrady would throw it off the backboard to himself.
1: Back. You get an assist, you don't get a rebound. Mm. Well, I think Russ probably did get a rebound on that. But I liken that to when a quarterback throws the football and he ends up catching it himself. So he gets yeah, credit exactly. for the and the, the catch. It was just remarkable. You don't really see that type of play happen very often.
0: No, so athletic, and if, if and so I just want to point out he was eight for twenty one. That should actually be eight for twenty, for the record. <laughs> like that wasn't or an actual record. shot attempt. But he did get ten rebounds, so he only should have gotten nine if if we're going by that logic. But so then Russ got a fast break and one. He he did miss the free throw, of course. But that's when he started to get rolling a little bit uh after ben simmons backed russ down into the paint right after that russ was really hot at the refs wanting a wanting a three seconds in the key i'm um, just kind of continuing the theme of the thunder being angry with the refs in the third quarter but regardless of their anger with the refs that pg3 and then russ's little spurt there had him up by 10 81 to 71 uh, right after that, mm-hmm. Notter hit a three, but then Embiid hit a three immediately after that. Steven Adams had a, and my note says, capital J A M jam. Just mm-hmm. went down the paint. That was nasty. Um, he really, really smashed. The Thunder went out of the third quarter with a nine point lead, 88 to 79, which you'll take on the road. The fourth quarter went a little bit rougher than that, but with that cushion, they were able to hold him off. So the the fourth started with an Embiid dunk, and then Mm -hmm. Abdel Nader fouled Embiid on what looked like a three-pointer, but ended up only getting him two free throws um, from around the corner area. Dennis Schroeder made a layup. J.J. Redick banked in a three, which, that's frustrating. When's the last I mean, time the Thunder on. got a banked in three, man? Can we get some? Can we get a
1: handout? Oh my gosh! And Reddick, like he, he swishes threes like crazy, yeah. right? He's such a great three point shooter. To to think that he intentionally shot it off the glass is very hard for me to believe. No. But he's <laughs> so good, like he could probably do whatever he wants, shooting the three. It's almost more but, frustrating
0: yeah. when a really good shooter does it because it's like that's. You force a bad miss from a good shooter, and they still get the three points. Like that just hurts. Hurts even worse. Yeah. So, but luckily, meant- Dennis Schroeder answered that three with a three of his own. Um, but Reddit kind of tore us up at the beginning of the fourth. He made another layup, um, and the lead was down to two. So Dennis Schroeder was excellent on offense in this game, right? Mm-hmm. He ended the game with 21 points, Mm -hmm. 21 points, really his best performance in a while, and it sustained throughout the game until the very, very end, which we'll get to, but he showed up for a half against the Spurs, but he showed up for this entire game, 21 on 18 shots, two for two from the free throw line, three for five from three, four rebounds, two assists, really good game from him. But he can't guard J.J. Redick, you know? Like, the Thunder had Steven Adams tied to Joel Embiid throughout this game. I almost feel like they should have had Terrence Ferguson tied to J.J. Redick for the entire game. He's a perfect matchup for him. He's he's amazing at getting around screens. And despite Dennis Schroeder having just great stretches in the borders of the first and second or the third and fourth quarter, Just going off on offense, the Thunder actually went the wrong direction (laughs) during those minutes, despite how good he was on offense. Um, And I think that's because he had a matchup problem on defense.
1: Yeah, um, I will say, though, that 11 straight points uh, was Mm -hmm. super critical. If if he doesn't have that run in him, we, we probably don't win the game today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree. Uh, but, so, even though he was scoring in the fourth quarter, the Philadelphia 76ers went on a 16-7 to run to tie the game at 95s. Um, that included an 11-0 to run in that stretch. But then Paul George quieted him down, he caught a lob, and then he got a steal and went... Not quite coast to coast, but from, from steel to three and knock down a pull-up three-pointer. That was a really big moment for the Thunder. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can hear us react very loudly to that three. <laughs> if you go check out our weekly that's <laughs> going to come out tomorrow, where we were recording live during the fourth, <laughs> there's there's a few moments coming up, actually, that we reacted to very loudly. Mostly Maddie Moles, because he was ahead of us by about ten seconds. <laughs> so... <laughs> You're gonna get Sorry, first... I couldn't
1: contain myself.
0: <laughs> You're going to get first reactions out of Matty Bowles. That's for sure. Uh, the Thunder went to a Hackabin Simmons. Ha- hack Aussie for a little yeah. bit there in the fourth, I think, for two possessions. He went three for four.
1: Well, if they're going to go kick a Kiwi, we're going to go hack an Aussie, right?
0: <laughs> Fair's fair. Fair's fair. <laughs> So he went three for four in his hacked free throws. Russ got fouled right after that and went one for two on his. So (laughs) kind of interesting that the hacking candidate did better than Russ. Um, Shoot better free throws, Russ, please. Joel Embiid had an open dunk and then he tackled Russell Westbrook.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So um, I don't see that in my box
0: score. Tackling, tackles? But, I don't think he got a tackle. Yeah,
1: that would have been a solo tackle, too. <laughs> um, it wouldn't have been a tackle for loss, though. Russ was in transition. Uh, he looked like he was going to go up for a basket and just Embiid um, just jumped on top of him. And then, that. I mean, okay, like, that in itself, I could, I could be like, whatever. But on the way down, it looked like Embiid extended hmm. his arms and gave Russ a little push. As if like gravity wasn't enough to send Russ to the floor, like he needed a little extra force to get there. Um, and then Russ was down for a minute. Um, yeah, I mean you're getting
0: roughing him. the you're getting roughing the passer on that in today's NFL. You can't right, drop him, him into the that. ground,
1: right? <laughs> That'd have been fifteen. They got they would have protected their star there. Um, and so Russ was down for a minute, I guess trying to regain um, his awareness. Uh, I thought he was regaining his cool a little bit, too. Like, he was just, like, trying to calm himself down while he was down there. And then he popped up and then wanted to sprint at Joel Embiid. He wanted to yeah. handle him.
0: And then Joel Embiid's lucky that two Thunder players acted as his offensive linemen, right, to keep to keep Russ off of him because or else he would have had a fight on his hands, I think. Russ oh was hot. God. I've never seen Russ that heated at, at another player, oh. you know. He gets madder than that at the refs all the time, but...
1: Yeah, but like, I, I'm sorry, but Embiid didn't want that smoke. Embiid talks a lot of noise, but he would have, he would have got jacked up. Russ, Russ was on a mission, <laughs> um, and his boys had to really calm him down. And it's a good thing too because, um, because Russ, we we didn't want like a technical foul call or anything like that that late. Um, we didn't want, we don't want Russ suspended for these upcoming games too. So like. That was good awareness by Paul George and I think Jeremy Grant. Those are the two guys that were holding him back. So, big time uh, spot there for the Thunder. Um, Russ yeah. actually hit both of his free throws, right? Right after that?
0: Right, yeah. Um, but before we get to that, I would like to say shout out to the rest for not giving him a technical. That was really good restraint. Understanding like the heat of the moment and the pain of his body and just being like let him let him be a little aggressive without giving him a tech so that's what you like to see out of the refs whenever they're deciding whether or not to give a tech unlike that one with paul George in overtime um double overtime like right that's where restraint is required in moments like right. that so that ref whatever ref that was should take lessons from these refs but like you said that Embiid tackle would not was not a tackle for loss it was a tackle for gain and the gain was Russ's two free throws <laughs> and and I, I just was really proud of Russ for knocking both of those down given the heat of the moment and like I said the pain of his body like I'm sure he was hurting like he got shoved into hard wood so like and he came back from and knocked them guy. both down from a very large man And he knocked them both down on the road in a pressure situation following up on his three for three performance against the Lakers in in the same kind of clutch situation. Um, And he was only two for five at that point. So it's not like he was having a hot free throw shooting game and knocked both of those down to finish four for seven. And that's where the game got pretty good. Uh, Jimmy Butler and Terrence Ferguson exchanged three pointers. And then Jimmy Butler got an and one on a play where Jeremy Grant was afraid to try to take a charge since he hadn't gotten one of those calls all night. I think that's one that he would have taken otherwise, but instead he tried to stay on his feet, got buried under the basket and fouled him trying to get back out. Uh, Paul George attacked the basket and drew a foul that he really just wanted to draw at that point. And then... This was a big moment in the game where Joel Embiid caught a pick-and-pop at the very tippy-top of the key. Russ came up and tried to swipe at the ball and caught him on the arm. Now, there's some debate whether or not it should have been on the shot in kind of a rip-move scenario. But in my personal opinion, that's still a terrible move on Russell Westbrook's part to even be in the situation of fouling Joel Embiid when you're up by three with under a minute left on a three-pointer. Right. Just, just let him shoot it. He shoots like, I don't know. I, I want to say off the top of my head, like thirty-two percent or something like that.
1: Yeah, he's, he's, you know, around the average. Yeah. I guess, for three.
0: Well, yeah. Just, just challenge it and hope for the best. You know, like it's much better than giving him three free throws, especially when you're sitting on five fouls yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that foul fouled Russell Westbrook out of the game. And at the time, we we're up by three, Joel Embiid going to the three-point line with the free throw line to shoot three free throws to tie the game with what was it, 35 seconds or something like that, under a minute. And you're thinking, wow, if this game goes into overtime, the Thunder aren't gonna have Russell Westbrook. That's that's gonna hurt.
1: Yeah, it was it was big. And at the time I was like, okay, like we're not gonna have Russ. But at least we got Dennis Schroeder. He's, you know, a right. seasoned point guard. He, having a great he game. Make, having a great game. He makes solid decisions. He really doesn't make a lot of plays that you think, like, wow, what was he thinking? Like, I had confidence in him that he would make the right play Yeah. at that point.
0: I did, too. Oh, and for the record, I just looked it up. And Joel Embiid is, in fact, 31% from three. So 32% for his career. So, yeah, you'd probably just let him shoot that. But, yeah, I, I had every bit of the confidence you did in Dennis Schroeder in that situation. Uh, the Sixers came out with a full-court press with a trap. Schroeder was immediately double-teamed. Uh, Jeremy Grant threw the ball in and kind of leaked out. And it, what Schroeder should have done is got the inbounds passing the double-team, kicked it over to Jeremy Grant. Who can handle the ball a little bit, and then the Thunder are playing four on three for the win. You know, that that's what should have happened. But what did happen is he tried to hold on to the ball a little bit too long. By the time he realized he was trapped, the rest of the 76ers had pushed up. Jeremy Grant was covered. Steven Adams looked open, but Jimmy Butler was sprinting toward him. Schroeder kind of lobbed a pass up toward Adams, and Jimmy Butler intercepted it and just rolled in for a easy layup to put them up by two with seven seconds left? Oh, like that, sure. I think it was 6.9 yeah. seconds. And it looked like the Thunder may have just blown this game. Luckily they did have a timeout and they got to advance the ball. Luckier even than that they had a guy named Paul George on the team.
1: Paul freaking George.
0: He's pretty good at basketball, man.
1: Paul Clifton Anthony George is really good at basketball. Is that
0: really his name? I had no idea. That's his name. He's a four-namer. Wow. He's a four-namer. Get that he efficiency. Deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah we, we ran a little we ran a little down screen for Paul George. Just a very simple play. He curled around it. Shot a three from somewhere between the left wing and the top of the key and just buried it and not only that he got fouled by jimmy butler uh, so with an and one and knocked down the free throw so then we've got the thunder up by two and it was just that quick it was just a inbound catch and shoot three and which was the right strategy right because if he misses you still wanted to have a chance to foul especially because they're going to have ben simmons on the court so you might get another crack at it after that but he knocked it down leaving the 76ers a little bit of time And I got a little tight, you know, I I got a little worried. We saw it last year for Paul George in the game against the Nuggets where he had this outstanding night, knocked down that game winner. And then we, you have the Jokic pass all the way across the court to uh, Gary Harris. Yeah. Harris. Yeah. I always get them confused and he just buried it and the Thunder were sad and I was sad. And so I was worried about that. Luckily though, the 76ers were out of timeouts. So that helped. Mm-hmm. So they had to bring the ball all the way down the court. And 22. with Ben Simmons, who, how many threes has he made in his career?
1: <laughs> how many threes has he even shot in his career? Probably yeah, like four or less?
0: Four, <laughs> yeah, very few. So he, he was not a threat unless he got all the way to the basket. And instead of even having him attack all the way to the basket, they had him run over to Jimmy Butler and do a dribble handoff. That he may or may not have traveled on before he did the handoff (laughs) and the thing about it is like it so the dribble handoff happened with like a second or two left jimmy butler's got the ball jimmy butler's guarded by an excellent defender as is ben simmons and both of those defenders which were paul george and terrence ferguson just double teamed and trapped jimmy butler because it's like what are you going to do pass it to ben simmons to take a jumper for the g- game like no they knew he was going to shoot it the double team got a great contest hit the back of the rim it, it was not a good look um and that's where not being able to even be a threat from beyond the three-point line can hurt you um and that's where having a smart defense who can recognize those kinds of things can come in handy
1: good win it was a huge win for the Thunder, especially after dropping five of their last six games. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of those being to inferior uh, competition. I think we could say inferior.
0: All of them. Every game yeah. we lose is to inferior competition.
1: Because we are the best. We're
0: the best.
1: <laughs> but we should really be the best against teams like the Hawks. Yes. Um, but that wasn't the case. So It was very... Um, it was very good for us going on the road against a team. I think they were the number four seed right mm-hmm. now in the Eastern Conference. Yes. So being able to go up against our counterpart because at the time we were the four seed in the West, um, and being able to just beat them on the road like we always do uh, is it was it was really good to handle business. According to LandOfBasketball.com. The updated record, the Thunder, are 19-1 and one against the 76ers. They have now won 19 straight. So if you do the math, that's all the way back to our 2008 season when we first became a franchise in Oklahoma City. So Russell Westbrook pretty much only knows how to get dubs against the Sixers. It's, uh, it's pretty good that that streak can continue. Hopefully it continues throughout the regular season and maybe the playoffs. Yeah,
0: they uh yeah, yeah. Let's hope we continue our win streak against Philly in the playoffs. Absolutely. They beat us the yeah. first time we ever played, and then our, our vengeance has been sustained. That's what our team does, sustainable, you know, sustainable vengeance.
1: Right, exactly. Um so it was overall a really solid win. Some things that I took out of it. Uh Dennis Schroeder is back um playing aggressive basketball. He is back. Um, hitting his shots, shooting the shots that he should be shooting, not necessarily forcing it. He's shooting threes on more of a catch-and-shoot instead of dribbling into it. I know you've looked into that a little bit, Stephen. Yeah, I hate it when he shoots a dribble three. Hate it. He's so much more efficient on the catch-and-shoot. It it was just really good uh, to see that. It was good to see Paul George being able to pick his spots. He got over 30 points in this one. We may talk about him a little bit later. Uh, Russell Westbrook, up? yeah, <laughs> Russell Westbrook had a good game too. He had 21 points, 10 boards, six assists. Um, Jeremy Grant, 10 points. They were big points. Nine rebounds, two steals, two blocks. A so very active defensively. Yeah, that's a lot Probably of rebounds. Steven for, Adams. That's a lot of rebounds for Jeremy Grant. Nine. Right, which, uh, you know, Dennis Schroeder may think that means zero, but in America that means <laughs> actually the, the number before 10. Ah. Um, <laughs> Dennis Schroeder, with his 21 points, was critical to assist four boards. Uh, Stephen Adams, 16 points, nine rebounds, three assists, two blocks, one steal, and two hits in his Kiwis. Um, Terrence <laughs> Ferguson, 11 points track. on on three of six shooting from three, which was critical. So overall, the Thunder uh, Thunder did quite a bit uh, of good stuff offensively and stuffing the stat, uh, the stuffing their stat line. Unfortunately, uh, Philly had some big stats as too. You want to hit some of those, Stephen?
0: Yeah, well, let's we'll start with the biggest one. Joel Embiid who had 31 points on 19 shots. Eight for twelve from the free throw line. So that's where a lot of that came from. Eight rebounds, six assists. Seems like a lot of assists for him. Ben Simmons had twenty on twelve shots. Really efficient game as usual for him. Fifteen rebounds and nine assists. Ha <laughs> ha, no triple double for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then JJ Reddick had twenty two on thirteen shot attempts. Four for ten from three. Six for seven from the line. Uh he was really good in this game. He was, he was a problem. And then Jimmy Butler, 18 points on 18 field goal attempts. Um, and I'm not going to sit here and gloat about how inefficient that was when we had a 21 on 21 from Russell Westbrook, but that's pretty good. A pretty good job from Paul George to hold him to that. Um, really all in all, look at these stats and maybe other than JJ Reddick, there's not anybody on there who really outperformed expectations. Uh, not that any of them had bad games, but I think our guys did a pretty good job.
1: Yeah, Ben Simmons was a problem early. He was using his height to get whatever he wanted in the paint or to draw fouls. Uh, but he was only 4 of 8 on his uh, his time at the line, which wasn't great. Um, and obviously 0 of 0 from 3-point land. So him not being able to threaten the Thunder at least far away from the basket and not being able to be a threat for three. That helped us out. That meant that we only had to guard specific spots of the floor unless it was like J.J. Redick shooting the three. Um, even Joel Embiid was only one for five from three, so he wasn't super efficient. And at that point, too, that that's what also made the Russell Westbrook foul on him that much more frustrating. Yep. But overall, um, like Wilson Chandler only had four points, and you would have expected him to do a little bit more damage Um, was a revelation. He had three for three off the bench from three point land. Muscala had six points. So they had a couple of guys chip in, but overall I think the thunder did pretty well and and they, they were willing to give up some stuff, um, to players, but nobody that was super obscure coming out and scoring 20 plus points on the thunder. So looking at some of those matchups, um, What was the biggest matchup that you saw today?
0: Literally, you mean, right? (laughs) It could be. (laughs) Well, it was a huge matchup. They're both very large. Adams versus Embiid. And look, Embiid outscored Adams because Embiid is going to outscore Adams. He's going to get higher usage and more touches. But I was really impressed by Steven Adams going against him. They looked like peers, you know. Like S- Steven Adams did not look like he was outclassed by Joel Embiid at all. And he even showed out a little bit in the first half. I think he, I think he backed down Embiid for two quick spins layups and then did one nice little hook shot over him. He caught a couple of lobs. Um, as per usual, the thunder went away from him a little bit in the second half, which I don't enjoy, but I think he showed himself to be on the level of someone who can compete with Joel Embiid. And I mean, I put I wrote down a note halfway through the second quarter that Embiid looks tired. And I think that's one of the underappreciated things about Steven Adams is whoever he's playing against is going to be exhausted by the end of the game because he brings physicality on every play. They're lifting weights on every play trying to push him <laughs> off and it gets tiring. It just does.
1: Yeah, so with what you talked about in the recap that, again, we're going to plug it. You can listen to that tomorrow. Talking about Paul George and how he burns calories and how he's not afraid to burn calories on the defensive end. Right. Um, I think that the inverse kind of happens a little bit with Stephen Adams. He gets going a little bit early. The Thunder get that going to establish things so it opens up shots outside. But then Stephen Adams more burns his calories on the defensive end um and he sacrifices a little bit offensively so that may be why the thunder don't necessarily feed him a lot later in the game uh, or in the second half we see Stephen adams have these great first quarters or first halves and then the thunder tend to go away from him maybe that's just because he's doing a lot of the dirty work and, and that's really where his energy is expended so he may be like I'll call him like an inverse star, if you will, because most stars, uh, they like to slack on defense so they can devote more energy to scoring and getting buckets. Steven Adams kind of does the opposite. He gets the buckets when it comes to him and he's aggressive, especially early on that we saw, you know, going against Embiid with some of those, some of the shake moves. He's almost like a, a mini Hakeem in that way of of being able to do some of that (laughs) that dream shake. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and, and well, you know, back, I I agree with it. you about all that and
0: and I agree with that strategy too. If you take a possession off on defense, you're you're probably going to give up a bucket. If you take off a possession on offense, like your teammates could still score. So it just makes sense. But it is really nice that he likes to expend all those calories on defense, which uh, he can afford to do because he just smashes takes like all the bloody time mate
1: all the time. Maybe they <laughs> should, maybe maybe he should
0: smash a stake at halftime so we can get some offense from him in the second half
1: yeah well we'll we'll see you know i i think it'd be really fun to watch watch him in an all-star game when everybody's kind of slacking off and trying to just play loose defense <laughs> and then you got Stephen adams just locking folks down i think that would oh, be dope
0: uh, just like shoving people and blocking out people would get so mad at him <laughs> <laughs> like what are you doing man <laughs>
1: so they got a player of the game right they got the MVP of the all-star game they that's... don't really have a defensive player of the game but I feel like if they had Steven Adams there regularly well, they would have if... to give him just an award he might get the MVP because he'd probably get 45 rebounds <laughs> and like 12 blocks right <laughs> and all the uh, all
0: and shoot one three-pointer that's all I want to see that's all I want to see so yeah, the so that that matchup was really cool to watch. Um but traditional, you know, just just two big guys bumping against each other for 2 hours. The other interesting <laughs> matchup <laughs> sorry. The other interesting matchup um a bit less traditional was Russ versus Simmons and Simmons m- more than held his own also. Um I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that Russell Westbrook just refused to block him out for most of the game, (laughs) which I guess is something he's, he's just not used to having to do that. But this seemed like one where you might want to box out every once in a while, Russ.
1: Yeah. When you're playing against a guy that's like got the height of a a small forward or even a a power forward, that's running the point that you, you kind of have to, you know, be aware of that and block, block him out. I think what Simmons had 15 boards, so, yeah,
0: like three or four of them were just standing behind Russ, and then like just slapping them back out.
1: And six of them were offensive. So yeah, yeah that's that's huge. And that's been a kind of a, a bugaboo, if you will, for the Thunder lately is I giving up. It, it's been uh, it, <laughs> it's it's been it's been a problem the Thunder giving up offensive rebounds, which is is crazy to think because that's normally the strength that the Thunder has. Um, but overall, you know, uh, Simmons understands his limitations too. I think he's a player that's very comfortable in his own skin and understands what he brings to the game. So he doesn't shoot threes, but he attacks the paint. He gets rebounds. Uh, he is a very willing passer. He's, he got nine assists like we talked about tonight. Well, we have a star too that may be loses his identity at times or or tries to make himself something that he isn't. Russ was only one for six from three tonight, which wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Um, eight of 21 from the field. Only four of seven from free throw. He did have 10 boards of his own and six assists. So his stat line wasn't as, as great as Simmons. But Russ, he got us going at times. And... Yeah, you can have Simmons on the break, but you know where Simmons is going, right? You know exactly where Simmons is going every time on the break. Russ, you never know. Russ could pull up from 15 feet on the elbow. Russ could attack and shoot a three. Russ can go all the way to the cup. And I think that Russ being able to push the issue on offense made a huge difference. Um, Like we mentioned, there was a stretch where Oklahoma City became stagnant on offense And then Russ came in and we were able to start stringing some stuff together. So I think that Russ was super important for the Thunder tonight, even though his matchup against Simmons, uh, numbers versus numbers, he was a little bit outclassed tonight.
0: Uh, Yeah, all that's fair. Uh, Going into the game, I wondered if maybe Paul George should guard Ben Simmons just based on height matchup and then Russ should go to Jimmy Butler, which I still kind of think might have been the right way to go. But It's hard to say that when Paul George did such a great job guarding Jimmy Butler, which is the third matchup we wanted to get to um, Butler came on a little bit at the end, hitting some clutch shots, making his presence felt in the fourth quarter, but he started the game one for nine. He ended the game with 18 on five for 18 shooting uh, one for six from three. And I think a lot of that is just because Paul George is really, really good at defending and, and, that was a two-way matchup also. Yeah, Paul George managed 31 on 20 shots, six rebounds, five assists, three steals, and we'll get to more Paul George later, but that's a really good matchup, and that's two of the presumably best five or six small forwards in the game, um, even if it's only one of the best teammates in the game.
1: Hmm. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy Butler seemed like he was trying to force the issue to get going a little bit early on. And it's not like he was missing wide open shots. These were very contested shots that he was taking mid range shots that he was kind of fading away and he had a hand in his face, or he was trying to pull up a three and he just, he had somebody in tight. He didn't quite have the positioning that he wanted or the spacing that he wanted. Uh, and that was all because of Paul George's effort. Um, Jimmy Butler was one for six from three. And he's not really a, a world beater when it comes to shooting threes, but he's still a guy that you don't want to just leave wide open to shoot mm-hmm. either. And um, Paul George took his assignment seriously. Jimmy Butler was a and negative. Six. I
0: would like the one he did make. He was guarded by Jeremy Grant for some reason. So. Just uh, cool.
1: Yeah, I think I think that was one of those uh, weird plays that there was just a switch, and and Grant ended up out on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was a negative six on the game. Going back to Embiid for just a second, he was a plus 15, but that wasn't even uh, the third. But he was the fourth best overall in the game um, for the plus minus, which is pretty interesting. Um, yeah. We'll get more into Paul George later, uh, but overall there was, let's see, Paul George, Jeremy Grant, uh, and Nerlens Noel all had greater plus minuses than Joel and Bede. Did they spend any time together on the floor?
0: We're supposed to be a unit. <laughs> uh, y- yeah, you could say that. Um, I'll make this pretty quick because this isn't like the unit that won the game. It was just one that jumped out to me jumped really high. You know, they're they're a very athletic unit. So not only did they jump out, they ran out, they sprinted out, they leapt out, they were bouncing around. Uh, it's basically the starters with Nerlens Nolan for Steven Adams. Um so Adams was basically handcuffed to Joel Embiid for this entire game. Uh, they were over at the scorer's table together multiple times, sitting a few feet apart from each other probably talking trash to each other if i know those two guys um so when joel and bead went out early before we were ready to take our starters out that got nerlin's a few minutes to run with the starters and that lineup is just so springy and the thunder immediately went on a run that was kind of the first moment they gained some separation uh, a 16 to 4 run and Really took control of the game now that they gave that back a few minutes later, but that was a just a really noteworthy stretch for
1: me. Yeah, it was it was big time. And that if you look at that team, they've got defense and they got length, right? All the way from Russ, Terrence Ferguson, Paul George, uh, Jeremy Grant, Owens Noel. Those are all guys that can switch. Those are all guys that can block uh block out, get or box out, get rebounds, they can get blocks, they can get steals, they can go out and transition. You don't really worry about there being any weak link there. And you've got enough spacing to shoot threes. Jeremy Grant coming on uh, this season. Terrence Ferguson coming on as of late. Russell Westbrook can always facilitate and Paul George can get any shot he wants. New Orleans Noel, it's so great to have him back in the lineup after his mm-hmm. concussion. A very, very scary play that put him out for a couple of games. Um, he just looked very comfortable in this one running with that unit. And that's... That's actually a unit that I could see getting some solid, solid minutes uh, moving forward, especially in the playoffs when our rotations get a little tighter and we need to get Steven Adams a uh, breather every once in a while. We may be able to stagger some stuff and, and facilitate offense through him when, say, a Paul George or a Russell Westbrook is sitting on the bench and we need to get some easy buckets. But this is a team that can get out and transition and they. Super athletic. I I really like this unit, and I hope that Billy Donovan uses them a little more in the future. Totally agree. So we'll stick with one of those players. So if we talk about the best unit of the game, it's highly likely that one of those players was our player of the game. Fair. And our player of the game is... Paul George. Woo.
0: We're very proud of him. He was, go, he was excellent. Not only did he limit Jimmy Butler, really shutting him down for the entire first half. He was one for eight at halftime. He also had 31 points, 11 for 11 from the free throw line, which is just a sight to sore eyes for, for these Thunder fans. Six rebounds, five assists, three steals, only one turnover. He was just really very impressive. And, oh, yeah, his second game-winning three-pointer of the season.
1: Mm-hmm. No, no overtime tonight.
0: No overtime. Just a great game. It's so good to have a guy in his prime who's just balling out of his mind like that. So we're very happy to have you, Paul George. What does that mean? Do I get anything? Do I get anything? Do I win? <laughs> I
1: get a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be sick. <laughs> no, it's just I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. No, yeah. Whatever. Overall for the game, just hit you with a couple of quick uh, stats. The Thunder shot a whopping 88% from free throw in this one. Yeah. Is nice. A 23 of 26 overall shot. 38% from three held the Sixers to 34% from 3 so no you know historic shooting for the Sixers in this one like the Spurs a couple of nights ago the Thunder were able to take 12 more shots and and ended up with three more made baskets than the Sixers overall offensive rebounds the Sixers beat us 12 to 11 defensively they beat us 35 to 34 on the boards And they beat us assists, 28 assists on 38 made baskets for the Sixers, but the Thunder were able to get a little bit more, say, in transition or um, just guys like Paul George being able to create his own shot. Ten steals for the Thunder, which helped to lead to extra possessions, and only ten turnovers for the Thunder compared to 19 for the Sixers, which uh, led to... 28 points off of turnovers for the Thunder, so really, really good performance for the Thunder defensively in stretches, and that ended up helping to be the difference in the game. Moving on to our next game, the Thunder have the New York Knicks coming up on Martin Luther King Day. The Thunder are 27-18, and 13-11 on the road. The Knicks are 10-34 and 34 overall and 4-14 and at home. So this should be a game that the Thunder are able to win convincingly. But hopefully, you know, us as fans, we can overlook the Knicks a little bit. Hopefully the Thunder don't do the same and just handle business on the road.
0: And for more on that game, check out the weekly tomorrow.
1: Right, exactly. Our plug number four. <laughs> All right. So that concludes our recap. Steven, do you want to take us out?
0: Uh, yeah, I'll take us out. First off, go vote. Vote today, vote tomorrow, vote every day. Uh, you can find us at OKC Topic Thunder on Twitter. You can find us on Thunderous Intentions.com for this and every recap. You can find us on Now That's Thunder for every podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere else. Leave us reviews, please. Pretty please. We would love that. Leave us ratings on
1: top.
0: Yeah. All the cherries on top, whipped cream, all of that stuff. Uh, Thanks for listening, and as always, thunder up. Thunder up!